welcome back to Large Mouth episode two. And I'm um, your host, Eli Hawkins, and uh, I got my buddy here, Chase Scott. What's up? Uh, we'll be uh, getting into some fun topics today. Uh, first, we'll start off like, what are our favorite baits to use when we're fishing? You got like a top 10? Top 10? Top 10. Top um, 10. Top, your top 10 favorite baits. You all have a list of mine, dude. You're kind of putting me on the spot here, but I, I'll. Try I'll, to, I'll, I'll try first. to go. I'll go first. All right, go. I'll go first. Um, I mean, we could just list wow, some of the one of the best baits. I think personally, like all around, yeah, all year, definitely a jig. I what would you a jig? Uh, that, agreed. That, that's probably my number one. Agreed. <clears throat> I guess I shouldn't have started with my number one, should I? Nah, it's fine. We'll go one to f- ten. All right. So a jig is definitely my most used and probably my most favorite and honestly the bite you get like you know you know when you're tap 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 and right. you just start feeling a tug uh how about we kind of cut the list in half to top five because yeah let's do t- tens a lot all right uh my second i'm gonna have to go with a frog my frog top water frog because nothing's better than a giant blow up facts definitely uh three about to go with uh just a weightless texas rig uh, if you don't know what that is, it's literally just a plastic worm, and it's just rigged straight, weightless, and it just gets the most bites, in my opinion. It's it's my go-to. If you aren't catching any fish, definitely try that. And if you're not catching any fish, then they're probably not biting very well. I'd say my fourth, probably like a popper, another topwater bait. I like a popper. Gets a lot of strikes on the top of the water. Number five, I'll go with spinner bait solid very, very versatile solid list yeah let's hear all right um you know me um i love top water so uh, my top water box is pretty pretty stacked. stacked um number one would have to be a senko it could be used in so many ways wobble head shake your head takes rig wacky rig carolina rig i can go yeah. on okay number two probably have to be Man, it's kind of hard for me to narrow it down to it one t- one topwater bait. Yeah, um, it is. probably a frog. Frog. Probably I mean, frog. you don't get you don't get weeds on it. So. Yeah, yeah. Frog. Any. Mm, I don't know. Honorable mention: a spook or a popper. Yeah. Um. Okay. Number three. Chatterbait. Oh. You forgot. Choice. You forgot that. I forgot about the yeah. chatterbait. That's up there for me for sure. Number four. Football head jig. Okay. And number five would either be Ned Rig or a Strike King Rage Crawl on a Wobblehead. Very specific. Call but, I mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've used it, too. It gets a lot of bites, especially in, like, the fall. You caught your PB on it one time, right? I did. On a, on a Rage Crawl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, we have a lot of gear, don't we? <clears throat> too much. Way too much. Give me, we should talk about our favorite like rods and rods and rods that we have, rods right now. Not okay, well, reels next. So, well, honestly, one of my favorite rods. I actually broke it. Funny story. Um, it was a Bass Pro rod. It was like a seven foot medium. I'm driving on the golf cart. Have you heard this story? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm driving on the <laughs> golf cart, on the golf cart, and my jig was hanging off the golf cart. I didn't know this. It hooked up onto a branch as I was driving to a pond spooled my reel so all the line came out of my reel and then it 
snapped my rod in half. I, I don't. I, I don't know how it didn't rip the bearings out of your reel. I that was my that was my one of my my best reels too. Yeah, a miracle I didn't. But yeah, honestly, I, I really like that rod. You should just buy another one. I should have, but I bought a uh, a favorite white white bird. Yeah, solid rod. I love it. It's all white. It looks so clean. <clears throat> um, my favorite rod is um. Just conventional loose speed stick. Doesn't get much better. Great rod. Um, Reliable. One of my other favorites is, uh, what is it? it? It's something made by Gander Mountain. Mm, the Myth? No, not the Myth. I you had the you myth. had the Myth. I had the Myth. But I remember getting it. Um, it's one of your first ones. Uh, one of them. Not my first baitcasting rod, but one of them. Yeah. And um, it's just, I've caught so many big fish with it, and it's so... Uh, what's it worked the, great. What's the word I'm looking for? It's reliable. So, no, it's uh, sentimental to me. It's sentimental. Yeah. It's cheap because back in the day, you know, I was young, couldn't afford anything too expensive, so took all the money I had saved up, and it was a combo too. The real broke on me, but great rod, great rod. Um, one another one of my rods. Let's see. Yeah, the the loose speed stick. It just I have one too. I have a spinning version of that. I think you do too. Yeah, it's so good. It's I mean, they're 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 the be- they're the best rod for your money. Like, on, if you're if you're fishing on a budget, get it get it loose. Agreed. Because <coughs> uh, lots of overpriced stuff, I would say. Um, let's see. So, what's your like preferred rod size? Would you say? I mean, it varies for what like if you're fishing thick stuff with with big heavy lures, like say a football jig or. Carolina rig, you want you want something seven foot, seven foot one, possibly seven two heavy action. Yeah. If you're fishing something light, Sanko, crankbait, spinnerbait, you want something a little bit shorter, a little bit lighter tip. Six eight. Six eight, medium, seven foot. Medium light, yeah. I mean, seven foot would work too, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Medium light slash medium heavy. Yeah. But medium heavy for sure, because I mean I don't know, I feel the the bite's a lot better with the medium heavy compared to any other rod size. Yeah. And then the fast twitch more than a slow twitch rod. Right. <coughs> yeah. Okay, so reels. A um, couple of my reels. My favorite one. Uh, it's it's a hundred dollars exactly. Shimano Casitas, which is very cheap, by the way, for right. like gear. Yeah. And it's a great reel. Like it's if so you're reliable. if you're listening to this and you're getting into fishing, buy Shimano products and lose. Lose in Shimano, definitely the best bang for your buck. I wouldn't watch like the stuff on YouTube, like. Uh, Guggen Squad or or I mean yeah they're a they're good I, they're a good company but they're super overpriced for the quality agreed and I feel like they're they're trying to tell all these kids that it's great and it's really not that great yeah so Casitas is one of my top reels for sure and then the one of the ones I have uh, I have a what is it a thirteen uh, Origin C all white I love that reel too it casts so far so smooth. And then actually my newest reel, uh, the Shimano, what was it? Shimano SLXDC. SLXDC. Yep, it is a little over two hundred dollars, I believe, but it's a DC reel, and that's what we can do. Uh, DC reels. Uh, cool. It stands for digital chip. Right. Uh, basically, what that? I, I, do you know more? Do you, do you know a lot about DCs? Um, there's like a chip inside of them that detects when like the line slows down. It, it detects it, like how fast it's 
yeah, how fast it's moving and when it's going to slow down. Yeah. And when it f- uh, feels it slow down, the chip inside of the reel like stops the stops the bearing, so it doesn't allow you to backlash. So if if you're like for your first bait caster, there's a pro and a con to it because like I would go. I would buy it so you could learn how to cast without backlashing. Yeah. But it's very expensive also. It is very expensive. You can, like like we said, like a, loo- a, a, a cheaper lose one or a cheaper Shimano reel. Those are great starters if you want to budget. But if you, if you got some money to spend, honestly, and you really want to get into fishing, I, I'd invest into a DC too. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> Even the lose product, like the Walmart lose products. Oh, yeah. They're high quality. They're not the best, but they're... These are high quality. They'll catch sure. fish. They'll do the job. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you're just if you're not tournament fishing, if you're just fishing casually. Yeah, they're great. Um. Yeah. So yeah, the prices of fishing reels and rods they can get pretty. <laughs> and lures and baits and baits and lures. I feel like add up line. a lot more than we think. And line and tackle boxes. Oh my god. And and fishing bags. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. Like, you you. What you say? We go through a bag or two of Senkos every time we fish with Senkos in the summer. And yeah, for sure, a bag or two, probably t- more like two. Yeah, and they're three dollars a bag. Three bucks a bag, six bucks. That's it adds up. Yeah, it, it adds up. Uh, I would say we both have well over. I would say around two thousand dollars worth of gear. Maybe more. It, it's safe to say well over two thousand. Yeah, close to just stuff 000. we've racked up over the years. Yeah, I mean, obviously we didn't buy it all right off the start. Did not have that kind of money. Right. So, some of the best places where you could get this gear. What would you think? I mean, honestly, Walmart. Uh, Walmart, obviously. Walmart's for, a great. For the cheaper quality stuff. Yeah, cheap. For like, not for baits, but for I think rods and reels. Baits is the best place for Walmart. Yeah, because Dix is overpriced. Yep. Meyer's overpriced. And kind of cheap. And Rural Kings is super cheap. Rural Kings super Awful. cheap. Don't don't buy fishing gear from Rural. Kings. Do not do that. Awful. Walmart, Walmart, Dicks, Dicks. If you're wanting a little high quality stuff, but I agree, it's definitely overpriced at Dicks. I mean, obviously the obvious ones for the the most high quality would be Bass Pro and Cabela's. Yeah. Obviously, <coughs> and Gander Mountain before they went out of business. Yeah. That, that, not Bass Pro shops are like far away for most people. Right, but you can always get it online. Yeah, that's what I was gonna go to next. Uh, like online, great place to buy gear. I would say more, not not a, more like the rods and reels. Yeah, uh, place called a, a site called Tackle Warehouse. Love it. I I've bought bought a few things off there. All my rods and reels off there. And you get a pretty cool sticker. You do get a sticker every time, and so and it comes with like a a free uh, rod cover, or a reel cover. Every time you go over a certain price. Let's talk about um, Mystery Tackle Box and all the ones you have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Mystery Tackle Box. Um, I love this company. Uh, so basically, you uh, it's uh, was it 15 bucks a month? Yeah. 15 bucks a month? Th- for the small box, I think. Yeah, for the regular box. <clears throat> and you get a box full of baits, random baits that you don't know, sent to you. Hence the name, Mystery Tackle Box. And they just they give you great high quality stuff usually, and uh, they're usually, you know, the retail prices of them all are definitely closer to twenty five. Oh yeah, you definitely make a profit off of yeah. what you spend. <coughs> I don't know how they make money. <laughs> Think about it. They they get their baits for super. They cheap. get them in bulk. In bulk, yeah, yeah, super cheap. That's why most of the boxes have the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, same things. A lot of the same companies. Um, 
another thing I want to talk about. We were we were pioneers of the the YouTube content creator, fishing creators, and I would also say mystery tackle box as well. Oh yeah. I have the old I have the super old stickers that they first released when they started making their company and they were not big at all. They had no sponsors. Right. I just seen an ad. I think I seen an ad one time on like Google or something. On YouTube like, probably. Yeah, or something like that. I yeah. was like, "Man, this looks pretty cool." So I got like a 12-week su- subscription. My sister got it for me for Christmas. And yeah. Now they're they're everywhere. Yeah, they're They have shop carls. They sell them at Walmart. You can just buy a mystery tackle box. On yeah, Walmart that's right crazy. Now. I would never imagine that at Walmart. It's crazy to see these small people in like small companies. Just now they're so big. Now they're so big in a, a span of six years. We were some of the first customers of theirs. Yeah, I, I would say. Definitely. For sure. Uh, I recently just got my subscription canceled. Probably a good thing. <laughs> you I, had I, too I much. There's like six full boxes in my room. I need to go through. Yeah, I'm, I've given Chase some. You had I'll so many full boxes more. that you gave me like two, I think. Two full boxes. I would say three now. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I like, I mean, you just get such good baits for cheap. Definitely, if, you, if you're if you really, really looking into fishing and you don't know what to throw, they, 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 and, and one of the things they do is they give you the baits that work for that time of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they give you everything. Right. What else do they, what else comes in the boxes? Uh, the stickers. They got some cool stickers. Some cool stickers. Eli's door is covered in <laughs> stickers from from MTV. Yeah. And they uh they they come with uh magazines that uh help you like the the, the Dibble Digest. Yeah. Yeah. And they even come with a ruler on your oh, box. Yeah. So when you take like if you catch fish, you can measure it. Yeah. But we don't go we don't go by measurement most time. We go by weight. But still, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, you've even sent um oh yeah a couple pictures of them t- of them to you, and got posted on their Instagram story. No, what I did was I tagged them. So the uh, in last episode, if you guys remember about me catching my six pounder, I posted it on my Instagram page and I tagged them in it, and they actually reposted it because I I used the jig that I got from their box to to catch that fish, and they uh, they reposted me on Instagram. Remember that time they posted me when I it was a fan Friday. Yep, I remember that. On your on the story, yeah, they posted me. That was cool. Uh, fun fact: uh, some guy in the comment section of uh, the the picture that I I've read all the comments, of course. Um, he called me uh, Carson Wentz because <laughs> I, I had a Colts hat on and I got like you know reddish tint hair. It's just it's funny. I, th- I thought it was hilarious. He's like, "Oh, Carson Wentz, out you're catching monsters." <laughs> and uh, they commented back, they're like, "Oh, you a Wentz guy?" Eh? <laughs> it was funny. Well, yeah, that that was pretty cool of them to repost that. Me, yeah, pretty even even cooler if I got a sponsorship. Sponsorship. <laughs> okay, what are some baits, rods, reels, companies to avoid? Oh, great question. I feel like I'm on a trivia game, fishing trivia, fishing trivia. Ducket rods, trash. You don't like ducket? Ducket rods are trash. I've I've never had one. I've never um, used to see one. What else? I would say the. Oh, this could be controversial because some of their stuff's actually not bad, but cotton cordell baits. Oh yeah, <laughs> some of them are really, really bad, very qu- low quality. They don't, the action's awful. But honestly, some of their stuff like not horrible. You can get a bang for your buck with some of their stuff. Yeah, for it, sure, definitely. But some of their products, I like their lipless crankbaits. I think they're pretty garbage. The thing, most of the time with baits, if they're super cheap, 
you're going to want to avoid them. If they're not name brand, you're going to want to avoid them for a a couple lures by a couple companies. Yeah. I agree. What else? <coughs> River to Stream <laughs> at Walmart. No, that River to Stream is not bad. Trash, man. Trash. Uh, what, what was a... Uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, like, some of the Cotton Cordell soft plastics are just awful. Terrible. Um, Guggen Squad. I know we were, like, praising Guggen Squad in the last episode. They're, they're a great group of guys, but their stuff... They're brainwashing these kids to buy their so stuff. Easy. It's so overpriced. And it's so overpriced, and the quality is so bad. Yeah, I agree. What else? Hmm. What about, like, a reel? Uh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare reels. Baycaster oh, reels. The Baycaster reels? Terrible. Awful. Uh, honestly, I think I had one of them to start with, and I couldn't. I, I got so frustrated because I couldn't cast it. I kept backlashing. That was my first ever baitcaster. Yeah, it was. I, I would put a lot of the blame on the reel. Would you agree? Oh yeah, I do. The reel is awful. Strike King. Strike King. That's a great. Any KVD product by Strike King. That's a good company. Yeah, good company. Strike King for sure. Zoom can't Zoom. go wrong. There are trick worms and there. Gary Yamamoto, um, super overpriced, but they work. Inventor of the Senko. That's why they're so overpriced because yeah, he invented because it. Because he. That's why everyone, if you see, if you look on every other Sen- uh, Senko package, it's stick bait. But yeah. on Yamamoto's, it's Senko. Yeah. Because he has the patent. Yeah. Let's see. Um, some other companies to avoid. I would. I mean, I can't dog on Cotton Cordell enough. <laughs> so <laughs> awful. All right. One of the most frustrating things. Got to be breaking eye tips. Oh. On the rod. I've done that a few times with a few rods. Yeah. Like my, one of my speed sticks are actually broken right now. Oh. The rod tip. That's the worst. Yeah. That's and it's not just like bait expenses and rod and reel expenses. It's, you know, rod socks. You got to buy those. Yeah, those are honestly I didn't realize how important they were. Reel covers. Breaking eyes off. Lure covers. There's so many things that go into it. Yeah. <coughs> Oh, uh, I remember that one time we had a uh, a rod with like three eyes broken. Yeah. So we just decided to film that skit. Yeah. That was funny. So we had a rod that was basically destroyed. So we were like, you know what? Let's just make a video out of it. So we were fishing, and Chase acted like he got mad, like he missed a fish, and he smacked it on a tree so hard, and it broke. The, we never found the other side of the rod, did we? I don't think so. I think so. it went into the water. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it was funny, though. It was a, a great way to use a bad rod. Didn't you break the reel too? Yeah. You broke the uh No, I, uh, you broke the handle. I did. I still have it. That was an expensive reel by the way. It was that a was a case. Yeah. Okay is that you broke the handle <laughs> on accident. Yeah, on accident. Yeah. S- um speaking of frustrating topics, <clears throat> having a Sanko tied on, casting it. Oh my. And it not f- noise. <laughs> And it just goes like <laughs> 30 feet in the air. You said three feet? 30. Oh, yeah. Probably more like 50. Dude, I've casted some before. And you went. And I like, I would like, t- by the time I had another Senko tied on out here at the water, Dude, that's how high poop. it goes. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I'll just be sitting there waiting. I'm like, wait, listen. I thought fish was something. like, listen. And you just hear the doink off in the distance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so another thing that we are not very familiar with. Because we're still young. Uh, 
like kayaks and like boats. Oh, we've done it a few times. I mean, we don't own them though. Oh no, the prices of them are absurd. There's ones. Have you seen the ones that have the built-in trolling motor, like solar panel uh, trolling motor? The I pedals, have. rod holders, yeah, fish crazy. finders. At that point, wouldn't you just? They want I feel like, like you just buy a regular boat. Fifteen grand for those kayaks. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I wish I could buy one of those. But they have. They also like it's a big thing in California. Um, down there they have uh kayak only tournaments. Yeah, that is true. So you can't fish it in a boat, right? No, those kayaks are insane. They yeah, have radars on them and everything. So different tackle boxes. I personally just like the old backpack. Because I do a lot of pond hopping, you know. I'm a backpack goer myself. Oh yeah, I think you look, I think you look like a stud if you pull up with a backpack. You know what you do? You pull up with a fishing bag, or a a plastic tackle box. Yeah, that kind of makes me feel like you're bluegill fishing with a bobber. True. <laughs> no, no, no shame to that. No shame to that, I'm especially just, if you're just starting. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's when I that's what I started with. We all started with. A f- I remember your old fishing bag. Heck yeah, but. The, the the more you start fishing, the more you realize that you need to have a comfortable bag to hold all your crap. You'll get more stuff as you fish, and oh, yeah. you're going to want to move spots a lot more. How many tackle boxes do you have in your backpack? How many boxes? I have four, five. I think five I have actual like, boxes, yeah, in the bag. I have like six, I think. Six. Six or seven, somewhere around that. Maybe five or six, some, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's just stuffed, like overflowing with lures. Oh, let's get into the expensive swim bait culture here. Oh, I got a couple of them. Oh, yeah, dude. I actually, my most expensive swim bait is a Savage Gear Bluegill. It's like 20, 15 bucks. So I'll start you I'll start you off with the cheapo. I, I, I haven't gotten into the swim bait. I have one of those. Um, I have a Jack Baby Ganarelle. Paid like 70 bucks for it when it first came out. And then I have a Huddleston, which was like 35, 40 bucks. But I mean, dude, they make like ones that are like 300, 400 bucks. Handma- handmade ones. Ridiculous. I know you've seen those, right? Yeah, John John B uh, made a video with like a $1,000 one. Yeah, insane. Ridiculous. The action on them is so cool, though. And they target giant fish. Yeah, like that, especially down in like Florida and Texas. Like, right. Uh, like Grant, um, fishing uh, influencer for sure. Catches. I mean, five plus pounds up, like up to ten pound, twelve pound fish. He broke the Texas state record as a like what thirteen year old. Yeah, I idolized that kid when I was young, dude. Because we're like the same. You know, he's age. like uh, maybe a year older than us. Same age? Is he same age? I think he's eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, he's eighteen or nineteen, and we've always just looked up to him for sure. I w- the bass down there are just different than up here. They're oh just yeah, different. The further south you go, the bigger the fish get. Oh yeah, every fish definitely. Just I mean, they just have more room to thrive. Well. Unless you talk about musky up north, those things. Yeah, those true. things are scary. True. I've actually caught one, big one. So like, boats and fishing. What, what would you like? What's your dream boat? Nitro Z19. Really? Those are like sixty grand. Yeah, somewhere around <laughs> there. You gonna get one? One day, maybe when I'm making the money. There you go. I hope to be making. One yeah, day. right. <laughs> no, though, those are so nice. And you put it like a 150 horse on there and just zoom across the, the The front of the boat never touches the, the water. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
But what's your dream boat? My dream boat. Um, you know, I haven't really looked into it too much, but the oh. nitros, like watching the pro fishermen use it. Yeah. They just look so cool too. And I'm sure they perform amazing. I've been on a few few boats in my life, but not not some really, really nice ones. But honestly, any boat. Like my next thought is like I might buy a John boat soon. That's perfect for me. A little John boat. Put a little fifty horse on it. They are pretty expensive though. They are. But if you buy one. I'll take you for sure. I'll go half in with you, bro. Half in? For sure. <clears throat> Both of our names got to be on the title, though. Mm. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Me and my dad actually have a boat. Yeah. It's a Lund bass fishing boat. Yeah. Uh, older model, but it gets the job done. You've taken on Brookville, right? Yeah, we have a lake property place down there. Yep. <clears throat> Which is also kind of what got me into fishing a lot, too. Definitely. No, we need, we need to go on Brookville on that. That'd be awesome. Me and you could take, like, he'll let us take the boat out. By that'd, ourselves. Be, that'd be so fun. This next, the Wrangler's four wheel drive, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going. Oh, yeah, we got to. We got to. Um, So, like, we have all this gear now. We've talked about it for a while now. <coughs> I feel like we build up thinking about doing tournaments. I, I've definitely thought about doing tournaments. Yeah. But. I mean, there's no, there's only like just little pond tournaments around our area. That's true. We'll have to travel. Unfortunately, Whiteland didn't have a fishing program like Center Grove does. Right. We should, we should start one. Kind of too, kind of too late for that, Eli. No, like oh. us. Like oh, oh, gotcha. Must be the coach for the kids in the future. That would be so fun. Dude. That would be awesome. It's definitely a thought. We should sure. definitely do that. Center Grove has a very uh, good fishing solid, program. Solid fishing. I almost joined it when I was in high school. Remember that? Yeah, I really remember that. And we actually tried to get Whiteland to start up one. Had a meeting in the, um, what, what's that building called? North building. Yeah, we had a building, and we had a meeting in the North building and uh, never got spoke about after that, after. which is kind of upsetting. But that sucks. No, that's a, that's a good idea, a little fishing team. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can get good college scholarships. For fishing. Dude, you can go like to college for free for fishing. Yeah. That's insane. Ridiculous. Oh, a buddy of mine, actually. Uh, well, so my mom's best friend who lives in Mississippi, her son, fished on a fishing team. And his best friend that was on the fishing team, his name's Lake, uh, he caught the uh, state record as a high schooler in Mississippi. I'm not exactly how sure it was. I remember uh, how much it was. When that happened. I He caught it on a chartreuse spinnerbait. And uh, in the uh, Boss Barnett Reservoir, I might have said that wrong. It's a reservoir down near Jackson. It's Ross Barnett. Ross Barnett. There it is. Yeah. Uh, reservoir. And uh, that's yeah. So as a, as a high schooler, he has the uh, Mississippi state record. That's really impressive. Um, the story I told on the last episode of me um, throwing up when I went parasailing, <laughs> the girl who like hooked the harness on to you at, at on the boat. Mm-hmm. She uh, fished for the Georgia. Really? The Georgia team? Georgia bass fishing team. A girl. A girl. That's awesome. Yeah, so she was a stud. Shout out to her. Let's uh let's bring up the time we took the man himself, Lucas Corley, fishing. We did. Our uh, radio and TV teacher. And we actually put him on a giant. Giant. Yeah. First of all, yeah. Corley. We took him fishing. Um, the, So the night before, we, me and Chase had been planning on going fishing uh 
all more all the next day, and we had looked at the radar. It was just gonna dump on us all day. Terrible day to go. Fishing. Awful. It but was cold outside. Too. It was like 45, 50, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cold. It was probably more like fifty. Corley definitely seen the the dark side of fishing the first time he went. Oh yeah, but it paid off. He he, he realized they could pay off. Yeah. So yeah, the night before we're planning on this already, and Chase is like, dude, like he he, he became friends with Corley, uh, being STA last year. He's like, T- Corley wants to fish with us. We we're like, I was like, all right, let's do it. Well, he's like, yeah, uh, you guys want to meet for breakfast before? So we went to Denny's and he bought our breakfast, which was freaking awesome. It was at like five in the morning. Five in the morning, we're at Denny's eating with our teacher. And then we uh, drive to the pond, and the first pond, I caught what? I caught like a four-pounder, four-and-a-half, and and it's just pouring. It's raining. We're soaked. I caught like a a four-and-a-half-pounder. That was cool. I think you caught a two, maybe, two-pounder. I caught like two small ones, yeah. Yeah. And then, and Corley did not get a bite there. We're like, dang it. So we're like, you know, we'll go to another pond. We'll try this. Uh, On the car right there, I remember talking to Chase, like, dude, we got to get Corley on a fish. Like, we got to. This is like one of his first times fishing. Yeah, we would feel so bad if he stood out in the cold rain and not caught anything. Right. And uh, this next pond, it's a little hard to get to, and uh, we got a little muddy getting there, actually. So we're like, dang, we, we really need to get him on a fish. And we're fishing, we're fishing. I think I might have caught one. You might have caught one. Next thing you know, I'm on the other side of the pond, and Chase and Corley are next to each other. He caught a small one first. Did he? Yeah, he did. I'm still on the other side of the pond, and uh, he caught one. So all of a sudden he he starts pulling up right he did set the hook because he you yeah know, he don't he's, know it he's new. he's he's new and um I seen the flash and I was like holy crap I started dude. screaming yeah I started and screaming I started, I'm like I Eli come here Eli and th- this video is actually on Eli's YouTube channel if you want to check it out it's called taking my teacher fishing yeah that's what it is and um I I went down to pick it up and land it for him and I I seen the mouth on him and Huge. I was like. This is a big fish. Brought it up to him. He was happy. I was happy. Eli was happy. It was great. And at that point in time, we were like, okay. We did. Finally, we did it. Like, we didn't. Oh. We didn't want to come out here and let him get skunked Just in get skunked. terrible conditions. He probably caught a fish today. He's He might not never catch a fish that big ever again. Not unless he goes with us like this summer or something. Right, or something. right. We got to put him on like a five pounder. This fish was like four and a half. It was a, yeah. It was and there's, four there's some guys who fish for years and only catch. Their PBs are fours. He caught a solid fish. Oh my god! It was a nice fish. He caught on a Senko. I would. That was the biggest fish I've ever seen out of that pond. Really? Easily. Definitely the one you have. That that's the biggest fish you've seen out of there. Oh, definitely. That that was for me too. So that's got to be like the biggest fish in that pond. One of them. One of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. I hope you guys enjoyed episode two of Large Mouth. Uh, we will see you next. Peace.